If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. The following content is brought to you by Orange Thunder and Abigail 13. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 626 of Nintendo Switchcraft. On today's episode, it is the one-year anniversary of Animal Crossing uh, New Leaf, New New Horizons. That's the one that's on the Switch, not New Leaf. That's the one that's on the 3DS. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3, uh, the revised version of that game, has a release date finally. Uh, Konami is porting a game to the Nintendo Switch, and I'm pretty excited about that. That and a fantastic deal on Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Those stories, maybe more, on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Let's get started and talk about the the game that I feel feel like this game got robbed at the uh, the Game Awards last year. Not because the game that won, which I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. Not because that game wasn't a really good game, but Animal Crossing. New Horizons was the game that totally embodied 2020. Like, everybody was trapped inside, and somehow we all found a way to hang out on each other's islands while everyone was trapped inside. It was really cool. It was the perfect game for that time. And, um, you know, who knew that we'd still be kind of trapped inside a year later? It's pretty ridiculous. But. Animal Crossing is now over a year old, and I feel like what that means is that we, you know, the way that Animal Crossing works is they launch the game, and then they have here's the Easter event, and then here is the Fourth of July or the summer event, and then here's the event for Thanksgiving and the one for Christmas, etc., etc. But now that we're back to the beginning, back to where we were when we first started. The real question that I think that that a lot of people are probably wondering is, are they just going to repeat everything that we did last year? I mean, I haven't launched uh, Animal Crossing in a very, very long time. And that doesn't say that's not saying anything bad about that game because that game is fantastic. And I played the hell out of it. I've got over 100 hours in it. My whole family, we all played the whole thing together. It was it was really awesome. Um, but if they don't bring new stuff, then I can't see anybody but the extremely hardcore players going back to that game. Uh, so I feel like they almost have to. Now, at this point, Nintendo hasn't said anything. I mean, uh, the the official Animal Crossing Twitter account, uh, they they tweeted this out. Uh, Hey everyone, can you believe it's been a full year since Nook Incorporated started offering its deserted island getaway package? Me neither. To commemorate the occasion, Mr. Nook has prepared a small gift for everyone on the islands. Be sure to check your mailbox. 
cool, I guess. But are we going to get more stuff to do? Or is that psychotic looking bunny whose name I can't remember uh, going to be back this year? And everybody's going to be arguing about what do I do with all of these eggs? I'm just surrounded by eggs all the time. Or are they going to do something different? I feel like it's in Nintendo's best interest to do something different. It'll bring people back into the game. And I feel like if they do, then they're probably going to do an Animal Crossing Direct pretty soon. I don't have any evidence to suggest this. This is just what I would do if I were in charge. I would say, all right, 2020 had these events. Now we got to do these events for 2021. And here is the first of many Animal Crossing Directs that we would get throughout the year uh, to show you everything that, that, that we're going to be doing. And then, of course, I would try and incorporate some of the things that the players have been asking for for an extended period of time, like being able to get the villagers to talk faster, uh, being able to skip things, being able to say, never show me the stupid sea bass joke again. Uh, all of these things that, that oh my gosh, do you remember last year they had uh, people made their own fake uh, Nintendo directs with Animal Crossing stuff and everybody was looking at it and saying all of this stuff is amazing please put this in the game and Nintendo was like well, I don't think so I don't think that's going to happen all of that stuff needs to happen and we need new events in order to bring people back to Animal Crossing um, but Animal Crossing is now a year old are you still playing it if you're watching this on the YouTube channel then uh, leave a comment down below let me know if you are still playing animal crossing after a year and what is keeping you coming back to it day after day and uh, if you're not still playing it let me know what nintendo would need to do with animal crossing in order to get you to return uh, to nook's island retreat all right let's move on i want to talk really fast about shin megami tensei 3 nocturne hd remaster now, I have never played a Shin Megami Tensei game. I've heard nothing but really fantastic things about these games. This is a remaster, and it's currently up for pre-order. Like, you can pre-order this game on the Nintendo Switch, uh, but up until now, we didn't know when that game was actually going to be coming out. Well, according to uh, this uh, PearsonACentral.com, uh, they are saying that they found the the actual end of pre-orders or when you will no longer be able to pre-order it. And I think it's safe to say that that's probably when the game comes out. And that's going to be May 24th, 2021. So uh, just a couple of months away until you'll be able to play Shin Megami Tensei 3 on the Nintendo Switch. I probably am. I'm not very interested in playing that particular one. What I'm waiting for, I think we already have four. So I think five is the next Shin Megami Tensei game. Uh, and I think that's the one that I'm probably going to say, maybe that'll be my first Shin Megami Tensei game. If you are somebody who's played a ton of the uh, uh, SMT games, uh, let me know in the comments section if it's the kind of game where you need to play one and then two and then three, or if you can jump in in the middle, like I'm kind of planning on doing. 
if you've never heard of the Shin Megami Tensei games, they're very, very popular over in Japan. And I guess the way that it works, think Pokemon, but with demons. And I guess the the way that it works is you got to battle these demons. And then you have to have a conversation with the demon in order to convince the demon to like join forces with you. And then you're able to like if you are able to convince them to join your team, then they're on your team and you can summon them in battles and stuff like that. You know, it's a typical summoner RPG style game uh, from my understanding of it, which again is just based on what I've seen in videos and hearing other people talk about it. Uh, But is this uh, a game that you're going to be be picking up? Did you already play Shin Megami Tensei 3? And then are you going to be picking up the remaster version? Or are you just going to say, I'm going to pass on this and maybe wait till the fifth one? Or possibly just skip the, the, the series altogether. All right. The, the next thing that I want to talk about is one of my absolute favorite games on Google Stadia is now coming to Nintendo Switch. It's weird because this is a game that's already... Okay, well, not really. This is a game that's kind of already on the Switch. It's one of the first games that came out when the Nintendo Switch launched, and that was Super Bomberman R. Then last year, Stadia got an exclusive, like a temporary exclusive, for Super Bomberman R Online. And the ridiculously cool thing about Super Bomberman R Online is that it is essentially a battle royale game. Think Fortnite or Apex Legends or Super Mario 35, which we will not be able to play anymore in 11 days for ridiculous reasons. But if you're looking for um, a non-traditional battle royale game to play once Super Mario 35 gets yanked out from under you like a rug... Uh, then Super Bomberman R Online is a wonderful game and absolutely something that you should check out. So it's Bomberman, like Bomberman is, but it's 64 other players that you can, or, well, 63 other players. I think it's 64 total. Uh, So basically what they have is they have a whole bunch of boards. I think they have eight uh, eight on each side, so 16 total boards. And of, of those 16 boards, when you when you start, if you have a full set of people to play with, you'll have four bomber people on each of those 16 boards. And so you'll kind of battle for a little bit. They have they have different phases for the game. You'll battle for a little bit and then they'll turn off all weapons so you can't do any kind of damage to each other. And then you have the movement phase. So there's the battle phase where you're trying to kill the other bomber people. And then you have the movement phase where you can move between the boards. Now, some of the boards will be eliminated each round during the movement phase. And this is how it turns into like a battle royale style game because they're trying to funnel everyone to uh, like the survivors. They keep funneling them into a smaller and smaller space, just like, you know, the the storm in Fortnite or I guess the the circle in Apex Legends, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. You know, they always kind of shrink the battlefield in order to make sure that they don't have like one person hiding on one end of the map and the other person hiding on the other end of the map and they never actually bump into each other. Uh, So as you're playing, the 16 different boards will start closing down until you 
only have one board left and whoever still happens to be alive at that point is on that board. And then you fight on that board for a little bit, but then the board starts to get smaller itself. Little spikes will start to fill up. Um, They kind of go in circles around the board, forcing everybody into a tighter and tighter configuration until somebody finally uh, kills the last of the other people. It's really, really fantastic. It's an incredibly fun game. Now, on Google Stadia, it is a free-to-play game. And I'm I'm clicking on this link right now. uh, And it says here, let me bring this up on screen. Uh, If you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to explain what it says here. Uh, It says, building on the success of its initial launch on Stadia in September 2020, uh, Super Bomberman R Online, or as I like to call it, S-Bro, Uh, is making its way to new platforms. The digital download exclusive game is available in 2021 on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, and Steam. It will also be playable on PS5 and Xbox Series X. This is important. It has cross-platform play support, so you you can play against people from all over the place, which is really, really fantastic. Now, on Stadia, it's free to play, so you can like try this game out now. All you have to do is have a Gmail account, so you, and you can try it and see what you think. But I'm sure, I'm almost sure that it's going to be free when it comes uh, to uh, Nintendo Switch as well. And the reason why is because they can they can monetize with like cosmetics and stuff like that. I I think that that's really the best way to go when you're talking about a game like this. You just you don't charge anything for the actual game. But instead, you have like uh, stupid outfits that you can have. Like, I guess when you're playing um, the game, you can have like little different antenna things that you can get or capes or backpacks and and stuff like that. And they can charge so that you can charge money so that you can look different. The best way to have a large number of people playing this game at any particular time is to make it free. And if there's a lot of people playing it, then there's going to be a lot of people paying to play dress up essentially um now in the game it's not just a series of uh you know the different color bomberman they also have characters from a bunch of different games so you can play as the characters in from contra uh you can play as alucard basically a bunch of konami games you can play as all of these characters and and they do also have uh, certain abilities, like Alucard has the ability to uh, turn into a mist for a short period of time. Uh, and you might hear that and think, oh, okay, well, now it's pay to win. But you can also say, all right, I want to join a game that doesn't allow the special abilities because they imbalance the game. And I think that that's a, a really good way to go. Uh, at the end of the day, does it imbalance the game? maybe a little and people tend to go towards the characters that they like the most because of the powers that they have but at the same time i've played this game a bunch and i tend to see a bunch of different characters winning so like if you're the white bomber man then you uh you can grab all of these different power-ups but if you are like red bomber man you start with bigger fire but you're much slower, that kind of thing. And uh, so everybody has their own kind of, I guess, power set to, to deal with. 
But again, you can turn that off. So I, I think that this is a fantastic game. And the fact that it's coming to a bunch of different platforms is is really, really great. And I love that they're they're going to be bringing this to the Nintendo Switch. I hope it's free. I really do hope it's free. All right, the last thing that I want to talk about today is if you've ever played XCOM, XCOM is a fantastic turn-based tactical uh, strategy game where aliens are invading Earth and you got to fight them off and it's turn-based so you can like p- position your your uh, your heroes and uh, then you try and take enemies out. There's a lot of, I'm going to move and now I get to use my attack and then I can put myself into Overwatch mode so if an enemy walks past my line of sight, I can take a shot at them, that kind of thing. If you've ever played that and you like that, then I, I've got good news for you. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle... Man, go back to E3 uh, 2017 when uh, Mr. Miyamoto gets up on the stage and he just talks all, he says all of the amazing things about Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. And like the guy who designed it is sitting in, in the, in the crowd crying because of that. That's a, that was a really cool moment. And a lot of us thought that Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle was going to be kind of a, kind of a joke. Uh, turned out to be a fantastic XCOM style game featuring, uh, you know, Mario and like Luigi's a sniper and that kind of stuff. It's a, it's a really, really great game and it's on sale for $10. But if you get the gold edition, which comes with, I guess, extra weapons and stuff, it's 14 bucks. This is a, uh, usually the $14 game is usually 80. Now, when I say usually, I don't think that's entirely accurate. And the reason why is because this game tends to go on sale quite often, but I've never seen it this cheap. So if you have yet to try out Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, trust me, it's a really, really good game. Now, I didn't finish it because I get distracted by shiny things and end up not not finishing games. That's just what I do. Uh, but I could I could tell from the 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 time that I played the game, that it was really good. It was a very, very fun game, very well put together. And my favorite thing about it uh, that made it, in my opinion, more fun in for me than XCOM was, was just how quickly you could use the powers uh, between, you know, Mario and Luigi or, or Peach and have them work together to move across the, the battlefield really, really quickly giving you a lot of options for how you were going to tackle this, I guess, essential, essentially it was a puzzle, how you were going to tackle the puzzle of overcoming this game uh, or, or this particular map. Uh, they also had DLC featuring Donkey Kong and stuff like that. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle is awesome. You should absolutely pick it up if you haven't. And at $13.59, that's like the cheapest it's ever been, and it's a ridiculously good price. You're you're ninety eight percent guaranteed to have fun playing this game, and it's a hundred percent if you enjoy tactical style games at all. All right, that's it for this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Thank you very much for watching. If you're over on my YouTube channel at nerdnest.tv, if you are listening to the podcast, thank you very much for listening. And uh, head on over to nerdnest.tv and subscribe over there so that you can see the video version as well as first looks and and other stuff that I put up 
on the channel. I just did a, a Valheim stream this morning uh, for a while, and that was really a lot of fun. Found the swamp and everything. So that's it for this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Big thank you to all of our patrons. If you have not yet headed on over to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp, you should head on over right now. And for as little as a buck a month, you can get all of my episodes with zero ads in them. Uh, That's, again, patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. If you want to get these episodes before anybody else, you can join at the Early Access Club. And finally, I want to thank our producers. These are the people who joined at the producer tier over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. That would be John Eisenmenger, Bowser13, and Travis McGuire. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.